You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub is your neighborhood pub in the heart of the Glebe. Visit them for great food, tasty drinks, and an amazing atmosphere. You can find them at 779 Bank Street and let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. Oh my goodness, what a game tonight. I hope you guys can all hear me well. I definitely forgot my converter to bring to work. So the USB is out and I found a microphone. So I hope I sound good because the Senators certainly didn't look good for 57 minutes. NHLPA mentioning that this is the latest time the Senators have erased a two-goal deficit in franchise history. This is their 30th year. Let's go. All right, let's take us through how this game went. Because if you guys are following along at Send Central, you know one thing, and that's that I was down bad. Absolutely brutal during the third period. I was called, I said they got out coached. I said they didn't have any life. I said I was never more confident a team would not come back from, from a two goal deficit. And then there they go Drake Batherson first. Alex Dabrinkit from the Rockstar Zone. The Danny Heatley area shot. It's in the back of the net. Tie game, 3-3. And Timmy Superstar in overtime. And everyone's looking around like, hey, the puck's bobbling. We'll get into how the ice just looked brutal for both teams tonight. Really hopping all over the Senators' sticks, especially Tim Stutzla. And then you look at the end of the game. Goal, three assists, all even strength. Was the only plus Corsi player above 50% this game. Really just unreal. I'm not ready to say the Sogburglar run just yet, but Ahmad Sogard certainly unreal in this game. He made 34 saves, and a lot of them were when this team was down bad. The Senators were outshot 27 to 11 after two periods. It was it was brutal. It was brutal. Let's see what my first note was, because usually that tells the tale. Uh, good first save. I mean, Sogard needed to get off to a good start because I've seen times in the AHL where he looks amazing and then he lets in one and it gets a little shaky. But it was a great first save on a two-on-one. Dylan Dubé kept it and he made a great pad save. Then Brady looked like he got shaken up. Did anyone else see that? Did you guys mention that in the chat at all? Like Brady looked like he took a pretty bad run. And next thing you know, I'm like, is he all right? Let me Let me keep an eye out. Is he out there for his next shift? Bang. It's in the back of the net. Unreal play from Tim Stutzla in his own zone. Gets it, spins around, takes it two-line pass. It was one of those where Brady was going in so fast, I thought it might have been called back for offside just based on how quickly he got the puck at the blue line, and next thing you know, he's at the hash marks. Deceptive release. We've seen that before from Brady on breakaways, and he makes no mistake, able to put it in the back of the net. one nothing Ottawa. The Sens 14-7-1 when scoring first before tonight's game. Shots were 5-1 Calgary when Ottawa scored, and then the penalty start. We don't have to bog down this show with referee talk, but it's almost like they felt they needed to be the stars of the show. And I'm not saying it from a biased perspective. I just wish they would have let the both teams play a little bit more. You let Calgary, There were seven minor penalties in the first period alone. That's ridiculous. Let's get some flow to this game, and we didn't really see any until the second period. Like Ottawa goes 0-4 on the power play. Only three of their penalties were able to be finished. Uh, two of them, they took, or sorry, um, one was able to be finished. Three of them, they took penalties that made four on four. And it was just, it was just a bad game from that standpoint. And then ironically, the best period, the third period, no penalties at all. So enough talking about the refs. We don't like doing that on this show. We like talking about great performances. And it was just a, I don't even, I'm, I'm kind of like, 
at a loss for words of what kind of performance that was late because throw the system out of the window. Like that's not system play at the end of the game. That's instincts. That's we need to score now. And that's what they did. I mean, Jacob Markstrom probably wants to have that Batherson one back because the shot went in. He, he kind of makes the save, but does he really? Can't squeeze the, the hand down on the pad. And Batherson, Drake on the spot and, and puts it in the back of the net. Uh, Debrinket, uh, I think, and don't get me started on the broadcast, but I think they were wanting a goalie interference call on Brady. I didn't see that. I just saw an absolute sicko of a move. And I see a bunch of sickos in the chat here. 150 plus live here after midnight. I appreciate you all for letting me finish my shift at work first before hopping in here. Can't be going live when I'm on the clock. Y'all understand. But Pilsy, cross-continental flight home from Vegas. He'll get you carried on the postcast tomorrow without Laleem's Martian. But it was too sweet to come. And we'll talk about, at the end of this show, about the New York Islanders tomorrow. We'll have more on tomorrow's Locked On Senators. But that's a game you have to win. Now, you just have to win. By the way, LA Kings up 2-0 at the end of the second period on the Buffalo Sabres. Can't say the same about the Vancouver Canucks, who are losing 5-1. To the Detroit Red Wings, our old friend Philip Gustafson didn't do us any favors tonight either. He did in regulation. He was solid, but still not very good in the shootout. Florida wins. They score two for two on the shootout, win the game, get two points. But we are cheering for Florida, though, because we don't want to have we don't want to have uh, the, the Habs get two top five picks or anything crazy like that. I mean, it's only fun when you get two top five picks. But what, what an absolute comeback. And it's a, a verbal meme, The Undertaker. Lying down, and then he just pops back up. That was the Senators at the end of this game. Philippe, I need you to add four points to Timmy there because Timmy got four tonight. That's not added in there. It's 140 career points now for Tim Stutzla in 180 games. 140 points in 180 games. He's 21 years old. My goodness, what a stud. Superstar. Some are saying he had the goggles tonight. He handed them off to Matt Sogard. That's the easiest bet that you can ever make. He was unbelievable tonight, especially there are a few saves that, that I even noted. I want to pull up my notes here. I'm just going to run through my notes real quick. You guys can get like a little open open book test on that one. So 1-1, one, one, okay, enough of the makeup calls. That's where I left my notes. Dubé tips one in, nothing you can do there if you're Mad Sogard. He actually made a, a similar save earlier on in the game that I thought was really good. Then second period, Great shorthanded glove save by Sogard because they started the power play. Calgary did on uh, the man advantage. Shots 18 to 5 for Calgary. My next note is another effing penalty. Are you kidding me? Uh, elite shot block from Austin Watson, but right as penalty expired, DeFoley on the on the uh, left half wall just kind of walks off and pops a wrister. And the broadcast showed that he's done that a ton of times this year. Seven or eight. Same play, like just a little two stick handles. It's in the back of the net. Sens get a pair of chances. They miss the net. Brady had a good one. And then. The Sens finally get a shot on goal. Sens went almost 18 minutes without a shot on goal in this one. And my goodness, they came fast and furious afterwards, though. Third period, it, it evened out. I don't know if it was score effects. They were up to Daryl Sutter hockey, just try to shut it down. The Senators had more shots in the third period than they did in the first and second combined. 12 shots for the Sens in the third. And of course, two of them found the back of the net. Um, as this third period got going, Sogard looking calm, great save on a Coleman redirect out front, then makes a save in, in point blank on Nazem Kadri. Can't stop them all, though. 
Dubé redirects another shot in, and then it's Markstrom that that gets a pretty solid save there on Drake Batherson, but ultimately Batherson gets last laugh. And the one thing that we got to note here before we get back, Tim Stutzla, the overtime winner, how it all went down. Did you guys see the play where Milan Lucic accidentally stepped on Travis Hamnick's hand? I don't know how Hamnick stayed in the game. He looked like it looked like it was no worse for wear. That's a big man, heavy man stepping on your hand. And we saw the Senators after the game recalled Jacob Larson, which is kind of weird. They had to have done it earlier because he was in the locker room when the, the guys came in during the goggle video. So he's already with the team traveling to New York for tomorrow night's game. So very interesting to see Jacob Larson up and, and already called up before anything happened tonight. So maybe it's as as uh, easy as just wanting to bring an extra body for a quick one-game road trip. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, an ad for the glove manufacturer there for sure. Hippopotamus. Oh, all good. Um, do Okay, great question. We'll get some questions in just a minute as well, but I'll start with this one. G-Man writing in, do you run with Mads tomorrow or do you give Mando the start? I'm going with Mads. I think he he's 22 years old. I don't think it's a situation where, oh, he's tired. You know, you got to rest it. You're in, in a situation right now. You need those two points. This is a team that's right ahead of you in the standings, the New York Islanders. And what do we keep saying? Games in hand. Games in hand. Well, the Islanders have played four more games than the Ottawa Senators, and I just really want that. I need these two points tomorrow. Like I need air to breathe because right now the Islanders are seven points ahead but with four more games played. So I'm going with the goalie who gives me the best chance to win, and tomorrow night that's Mad Sogard. I'm nervous, and if Pilsy was here, he would probably be preaching patience because he he would remind me about the two times that Mads has played in Manitoba where I got to call the games with footy. Mads was unreal in the first game for both of them. Not great in the second one in either. Got pulled in both of those second halves. So I'm weary about that, but I also just trust that he's the goalie that's giving me the best chance to win. And we love Mando, but I don't think he's the kind of guy who's going to be uh, going to be lighting it up tomorrow on the road against the Islanders. It's just not, not where I would go. And maybe, maybe people disagree. That's fine. I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that if we, uh, had Pilsy in here, he might give a different perspective, but I'm rolling with Matt Sogard. He was too good tonight. 34 saves for him. Just hope he gets a good night's sleep after that one. Hey, you can put the goggles on, eh? Use it as, you know, some people, they put like the, the sleeping mask on. Give them, give them those. Make them wear it to bed uh, tonight as the Senators are probably in the air right now traveling to New York. Take on the Islanders. Yes, Sens, van in, Sens fan in van. A little bit of a tongue twister there, my friend. Cute dog, though. Boop. Good guy. <laughs> the, um, the Ottawa Senators blocked a ton of shots, and some of it was just the fact that they never had the puck tonight. <laughs> I will say, like when, when they were getting outshot bad, the block shots were very lopsided they end up being 28 for ottawa and only 11 for calgary but another number that's extremely jarring from the the game summary how about 17 giveaways for ottawa only three for calgary in the game that's that's crazy that's daryl sutter hockey just protecting pucks and not giving a whole lot but that's a lot of giveaways for the ottawa senators so something that they can watch tomorrow and and try to be better at because frankly that's not going to win you a ton of games when you have that difference in uh in turnover quality. All right, let me pull up here a little word from our friends at the Glebe Central Pub, and then I'll take some questions. We'll watch. Uh, we'll talk about Timmy a little bit more because, my goodness, this kid is a real-life superstar. We've had a lot of bad takes on this show, a lot of them, 
calling Timmy a superstar the day before he was drafted. That's a good one. I'll drink to that. And when I like to go for a drink, I go to the Glebe Central Pub, the official sponsor of the Locked On Senators postcast. We love our friends at the Glebe Central Pub so much that we're making the trek to go see them ourselves. I'm flying into Ottawa on Thursday, and I'll be at the Glebe Central Pub on Friday. Come see us 3 p.m. We want you to be there early. Be there around 3 p.m. We're going to do the live show at 4 o'clock, and then at 5 Buses leaves. Tickets are still available. We're gonna we're gonna pack two full buses. Is is pretty much where we're at right now. It's gonna be an absolute time. Get your tickets online at theglebecentralpub.com. You can pull it up right there. Super easy to navigate. Glebecentralpub.com. Tickets for February seventeenth. The ticket does not include into the game. I think that goes without saying. Fifteen dollars gets you a ticket to the live show and to and from to the Glebe Central Pub. We're gonna have a party there and even a postcast there live after. The game. I absolutely cannot wait to share my love for the Glebe Central Pub with you. We're going to have a few drinks together, whether it's chocolate milk. I know my boy Kevin's in here drinking his chocolate milk. We love that. We love uh, the wings. I'm going to be crushing wings before the game, and it's all at the Glebe Central Pub. 779 Bank Street. Make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. I see some F Leafs in the chat. I love that. Go, Sens, go. That's what our friends at the Glebe Central Pub would say, and that's what I'm telling you as well. Tell them that uh, Locked On Senator sent you when you go to the Glebe Central Pub. All right, deep breath. Ross Levitan here with you after a 4-3 Ottawa Senators win. And something I've been so hard on the Senators about this year is when they go on one of these mini runs, like the four-game heater that they'd been on right before the All-Star and bi-week break, it feels like the letdown is always more than one game. They don't just bounce back right away. So tonight, yeah, there's a lot we can nitpick about how bad the system was at times and how they just really looked like they were getting dominated. Timmy said that in his post-game interview. He goes, Sogi had us there because we were getting absolutely like caved in against the Calgary Flames. So credit to Timmy for being there uh, when it counts most and the goal and three assists, all at even strength. Wasn't there a guy on Twitter, a Leaf fan, who's talking about how Pierre Engvall has more even strength points? He had some wild, we're not math guys, but he had some wild calculation that showed that their third liner was better than Timmy Superstar. Well, Tim Stutz had more even strength points tonight than Pierre Engvall had in his last 16 games. I quote tweeted that guy, and then I realized how stupid it was to even engage in that conversation, so I just deleted it right now. All right. So let's get some questions because we know this is a fun one. I appreciate everyone for waiting up. Uh, I really do. I can't tell you guys enough. How good was meth today, by the way? I threw him into the co-host. I texted him at like 930 this morning. I was like, hey, uh, Pilsy's flight got delayed. Do you mind jumping on the pod? And he's like, yeah, man, I'll be I'll be home in an hour. Let's go. And he was he was unreal. So that that was awesome. Hey, shoot, uh, shoot meth. Uh, a message like just tag him on Twitter. Just be like, yo, I love you. Unlocked on sends because the fact that he joins us, you know, we've been on here for 734 episodes. The fact that we have a beloved and an awesome Ottawa senator to come give us that insight, you guys and us, like we learn every time he comes on the show. It's awesome. We don't take that for granted at all. It's super sick that he's kind of you know come to us. We had a lot of people when uh, when Wham ended ended and Mathot came on and everyone's like, oh, it was just in conversation. He's not actually going to go on there all the time. So it was kind of good to, to put a smile on that uh, as well and just say, oh, yeah, well, maybe. How about that? This was his ninth appearance on Locked On Senators today. So I hope you guys all enjoyed that. I know it was posted a bit later. So uh, if you need to catch up on that tomorrow, 
definitely worth the listen. I love, got me so fired up where he's like, yeah, Carl would love to play for the Sens again. Oh, yeah? Awesome. But, hey, uh, let's get back to this game tonight. So the Senders get outshot 37-25. to 25. They don't score on the power play. All even strength goals, which I think is super impressive, and you need that at times. 37 hits, 28 block shots. That's a sign to me that they didn't have the puck a whole lot in this game. And the numbers would reflect that. The high danger scoring chances clearly favoring the Calgary Flame. Not clearly, 10-7. Like, not, not a huge difference, but the Senators certainly did most of their damage with the goalie pulled. As I mentioned, and I'm going to get the exact timing, but this was, according to NHL PR, the Senators' latest two-goal comeback in franchise history. Two minutes and 14 seconds left in the game. The Ottawa Senators are down 3-1. It was 3-1, and then it wasn't. Drake Batherson's goal was assisted by Tim Stutzla and Shane Pinto, and then it was less than a minute later that Alex DeBrinkett from, you guessed it, Tim Stutzla and Eric Branstrom. So not only did Tim Stutzla have four points, they were all primary points. Three primary assists, <laughs> and and the overtime game winner. Like, are you kidding me with this guy? And in overtime, too, I, I, I mentioned to, to at Senators, I said, I had, oh, man, sorry, I'm reading the comments at the same time. Usually I can just snap it over to Pilsy, and then I read the comments. When when I'm just teeing it up, it's, it's a little bit harder for me to, uh, to keep an eye on the comments. But how about Alex Debrinkit playing cat and mouse? to bring cat and mouse, may I, uh, in his own zone. And, and Jacob Peltier or whoever was on the ice there for Daryl Sutter just couldn't get puck from him. He gives it to Timmy, and it's a race with a great defensive defenseman. Great defensive defenseman. And uh, that's Mackenzie Weger, a guy who I would have loved to have had on the Ottawa Senators. Um, guess what? Couldn't keep up with Timmy. And then he kind of makes marks from stretch out. He can't finish it off just... Unreal finish. I, I like three forwards in overtime. Hot lunch asking. Uh, no Parker Kelly, though, for you in this one. But uh, no, in all seriousness, I, I do really like it. Uh, what was Shabbat's ice time tonight? He was my locked-on player going to this game. Yeah, he played a ton. I mean, there's no surprise there with how things were going with no Jake Sanderson in the lineup. 27 minutes and 39 seconds for Thomas Shabbat in this game. Almost four minutes of it on the power play. Uh, nine seconds, which, I mean, is probably just the end of a, a penalty kill there, shorthanded. But uh, all in all, I thought this was a pretty bad effort by the Ottawa Senators during, what, 57 minutes? They score first. But even when they scored first, they are getting outshot 5-1. But you know what? Good teams find ways to win. And I'm not ready to give them that label just yet. But that's that's a that's a... Gutsy win? Dare I say pesky win for this Ottawa Senators team? I'm going to say pesky. This was a pesky, pesky, pesky Ottawa Senators win. And I'm hopeful that it carries into tomorrow because could you imagine the vibes if the Ottawa Senators come home for Chris Neal retirement night having won six of their last seven? They have a hey, long way to go. They beat the Islanders a couple weeks ago, but now they have Bo Horvat. A little different. Will it be Ilya Sorokin in net? A little different than Semyon Varlamov. But I do think it's worth mentioning that we could have an all-time vibes game on Friday against the Chicago Blackhawks with boots on the ground, locked on Senators. Steve G is asking about Branstrom. 
Did Brandy get another assist tonight? Oh, he did. Oh, Brandy. How about Brandy being up at 19 minutes tonight? And that goal, you could tell the confidence right away. Right when that goal went in. He almost scored again in the third period in the Edmonton game. He had the best opportunity that the Sens had. He's got five points on the season, but three of them are in the last five games. He's plus five in his last five games. Super impressive for him as the Ottawa Senators are finally starting to string some wins together. Can they keep it up? Oh my God, we're going to find out sooner rather than later. Hey, I appreciate you, Leo, for mentioning that uh, tagging um, the thought there on Twitter, letting him know that it's great. We appreciate having him on the Locked On Sanders podcast. You guys have any questions? I got a few minutes, uh, but I do have to run. I got to get some flowers home to the lady. A little Valentine's Day action. But it's uh, it's going to be fun, man. I think tomorrow's game is... is Okay, I'm not going to say it. How many times do we say must win? Can't lose. Must win. Can't lose. Must win. Can't lose. But I do think that tomorrow's game, if they win, I might get fully delusional again. I'm on such a teeter-totter with this team. I'm on such a teeter-totter with the, with this team. It's awesome to see. Um, all right. If you have any questions, let's... Yeah, dude, that... that uh, that Eric Carlson moment today on, on the show of him having Mar- Martian's tweets, one of the funniest things that I've ever seen. So we'll, we'll see where this goes. But right now, I think we just have to enjoy that this was an awesome win for the Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk, his 21st goal of the season. Like, this guy's going to score more than 30, right? Right? He hit 30 last year in game 82. I think he gets to 35. I don't even think that's a hot take. Is that a hot take? 35 goals for Brady Kachuk this year? How about 36? Just a one-up Josh Norris from last year. Tim Stutz, I mean, he's he's almost at a career high in points, right? How far does he have to go? <laughs> uh, is this? Yeah, this is updated. Tim Stutzla is five points away from matching last year's total. Five points away. How many points does Timmy end up with? Timmy's got 53 points in 48 games. Like, is 90 out of the question? Is 90 points out of the question? Sense fan and van appreciate you adding a couple a couple coins into the guitar case, as we like to say on the postcast. Um, thoughts on Sogard going Darth Vader style? Gerber didn't work, but Sogard's so efficient, so intimidating. You know what? This was classic us being ideas guys this summer. And Mad sounded open to letting us like at least put the tiniest bit of detail onto his mask. And then we just completely forgot or didn't like think of anything good enough. Next year. Next year we gotta get on Mads' helmet. Especially, I mean, if he keeps playing like this, that might be that might be an NHL uh goaltending mask. So we gotta help design that. That would be the ultimate for a goalie friendly show. Tonight, by the way, was the first time that our hashtag goalie friendly show had both Sens goalies as recurring guests. I love that. That's that's something that if you had told me when we were on episode 100, even episode 200, I would have said, you are absolutely nuts. Nobody gives a crap who we are. Maybe, maybe Joey Dax back in the day, but hey, Lord Lord Donk, Lord Doink, like in the, in the Super Bowl last night. Um, Sogard doesn't need to look two inches taller. This guy's six seven off skates. He is he's massive. The only thing about his game that's stopping him from being an, a, a really solid NHL goalie is consistency, and that's going to come with time. 
It's going to come with time. It really will. I'm, I'm very confident in that. I just think that he needs to find rhythm. And that's one of the reasons. I mean, let's go. Let's get him back in goal tomorrow. I, I want your opinions, though, whether or not Matt Sogart or Kevin Mandelazy should play in goal for the Senders tomorrow. I better do a Sen Central standout then. Eh? Is it too easy for me to do Tim Stutzla? Are you kidding me? Let's go. And Steve, I appreciate that. Flowers on Steve. I really appreciate that. Everyone, you better be treating your significant other. Man, woman, anybody, I need you guys treating them well for Valentine's Day. You know why? Because I know you're going to be in the postcast after the game, you sickos. I know you are. Let's go. Um, I'm not, James, I'm not playing tomorrow. No chance. But I'll certainly, I'll certainly let them go. Uh, hot lunch. Is LSB killing? Yeah, we've, we've been first every single week. Like, not total, but each week for going on three years. So, yeah, we're doing all right. At least in comparison. We, we can always do better. That's the goal. But, uh, yeah. Last week, the Sens didn't play. And between audio and video, we had over 20,000 downloads. <laughs> uh, which is pretty sick, though. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And, like, that's that's why I think we are so successful is that it's, it's our show. Like, everyone... It's our show. It's not my show. It's not Pillsy's show. We're for the fans, by the fans, and that's kind of the way we've been able to, to gain the community. It's not a following. It's not a viewer. It's the community. Like I can't wait to, to, to have some pints and hang out with everybody next week in Ottawa. It's, uh, it's true. It's more than, than just jumping on here and, and saying, hey, he shoots, he scores. So we want to build a positive environment. And look at this. The game ended literally three hours ago. And there's 160 people just shooting the breeze here past midnight. So on a Monday night, on a Monday night, um, everyone should get on Martian too for just being like, nah, I can't come on. Club Bell lifestyle for this guy. He probably wrote a limo to and from the game. If I ain't, if I ain't uh, sure, no. But it's uh, it's all awesome. We we really appreciate it. Um, we really appreciate everything. We aren't going to record the live show, I don't think, unless, unless we find a way. Um, then we might, but I don't think that we should. Um, I don't think that we should. <laughs> Sorry, that's too funny. I love when people get so fired up about about weird things in the comments. Uh, you guys can all see for yourself what we're uh, what we're talking about here. But um, no, all good, all good. We're just having a laugh after a Sens win. And hey, bottom line is, <laughs> if they win tomorrow. Tune in on Wednesday's Locked on Senators. By the way, uh, next week, Jamie McLennan will be uh, will be joining the show. About time. Um, no, Martian did not leave. Oh, you guys want to hear me talk about Sportsnet? You know I'm a TSN guy. You know they took me out of school and allowed me to to jump in the, the spaceship that is TSN. But that was so bad. Like, you... <laughs> You think I'm scared of Rogers? Look at all the guests on our show. They're always TSN. Shadow Kyle Bukoskis, he's awesome. I like him at Sportsnet. But beyond that, look at all our guests. Dave Poulin, Claire Hanna, Jamie McLennan. We still have to get James Duthie. It's crazy that we haven't had James Duthie on the phone. But Sportsnet was brutal. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about them saying that Kevin Mandelazy was a goddamn emergency backup goalie? You know how disrespectful that is? And then to have the goal to pull up that graphic at the start of the third period? Ha, 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 ha.
they had Kevin Mandelazy. So disrespectful. Some, there's some that are um, that are TSN, right? And some are, are Sportsnet normally. So that was legitimately, Kelly Rudy is legitimately the color analyst for Flames regional games. It was just bad. Like this, the national, the national hockey league, the national broadcasters. It's just like, come on, like at least like, I don't know if I want Gary Galley. Actually, I'll, I'll I'll just plead the fifth. But it's days like that where I almost want to like try to find a way that we could do like uh, a follow along stream or anything. Maybe one day down, maybe one day down the road. Uh, the okay, I'll I'll leave it with this because I, I I should run as well, and and I do really appreciate everyone for for staying on and shooting the breeze, but. Pilsy and I, my, my bachelor party, we're going down to an all-inclusive in uh, in Mexico. If we're there when the Senators get sold, I promise you the most elite co- commentary that you will that you will ever hear. We will make the most of it. We're there for the trade deadline as well. We're going to do a live show on the beach for the hour leading up to the deadline. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. And uh, Pilsy's got these like wild Hawaiian sends uh, uh, <laughs> send shirts picked out, so. Stay tuned for all that and more. But Pilsy's going to be back tomorrow. Uh, he lands at like 1 a.m., 1.30, and uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll, ha- we'll have some vibes for you, maybe a couple guests here to end off this week. Uh, Friday show, Pilsy and I are going to be recording. I don't know if you guys remember at the start of the season where uh, – where we had our two chairs together when we were in Ottawa. So we'll be back for, uh, we'll be back for that uh, this Friday in Ottawa. Um, Cassie is Cassie Campbell, by the way, last mentioned on Sportsnet. She's legitimately married to the Flames assistant GM. So, I mean, you know where allegiances is, and that's fine, but it's just weird on a national broadcast. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, What is here and there is Tim Stutzla being an absolute stud. Superstar shit tonight for Tim Stutzla. A goal, three primary assists. Brady Kachuk, captain shit. He scores the opening goal. And the Senators win 4-3 in overtime. And now they've got the second leg of a back-to-back tomorrow against the New York Islanders. We're going to have some fun with everybody tomorrow. Can't thank everyone enough. And if you missed today's show with Mark Mathot, would highly recommend going to check that out. Um, go Sens, go, man. I'll give you another standout. My standouts are Tim Stutzla, Mad Sogard, and I'll hammer Brady Kachuk in there as well. Unreal. Appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, drop a like, let us know, and also follow Glebe Central Pub. That would mean a lot to us as well. Really appreciate you guys for waiting up for us. Uh, Tomorrow we'll be back to the normal time about 10 minutes after the Ottawa Senators finish up in, oh, what's pesky sends in Spanish? Frederick, I will have the answer to you in Mexico when we're there. I will. 100%. Hundred uh, percent. Get some ghost ends goes in the chat. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Senators podcast presented by the Glebe Central Pub and the Locked On Senators podcast. Have a great night, everyone. We'll chat tomorrow on the Locked On Senators podcast presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.